My name is Molly McCartney. I'm an intuitive medium, the author of the Amazon best-selling book, Empower Your Wisdom, and the founder of the Empowered Wisdom School. This show was created for women who wish to trust their intuition so they can follow their higher calling and their bliss without fear, doubt, and disempowering relationships holding them back. If you're a spiritual woman with a business or career in any field and a higher calling you've been working towards, and you want to be featured on the show to inspire others with your story, go to empoweredwisdomshow.com. For now, please enjoy today's show, and don't forget to subscribe for daily inspiration from our very special guests. Hello and welcome to the Empowered Wisdom Show. This is your host, Molly McCartney, and today we are talking about how the fear of success will sabotage your divine purpose. I'm talking with Juanita Gaynor today. She is an entrepreneur and success mindset coach. Among other things, she's got a lot of passions and a lot of ways that um, her calling is woven into her life. And I, I, I liked her, uh, her request to come on the show because this fear of success, I certainly struggled with that in the beginning and, and maybe sometimes still do. But um, as you kind of get into your calling and start to see evidence that you're on the right path, um, I think that really helps. But for those out there who are, are dreaming uh, big or whose intuition or whose higher power has given you these visions to follow this divine purpose and you go, well, what if, it, what if it's too big? What if I can't handle it? What if I'm too little to deal with all this? Just know that that fear is just uh, false evidence appearing real. And uh, Juanita's uh, all about uh, helping women with that. So welcome, Juanita. How are you today? I'm doing well. How are you? And thank you for having me. You're very, very welcome. So why don't you share a little bit about what you do with your success mindset coaching? Okay, great. Um, again, thank you for having me on the show. Um, my name is Juanita Gaynor. I do walk through the traumas that people have around success. Um, many people feel that success um, is not obtainable and they have this fear of it. And what I walk through in my clients is I want them to embrace the fear. Because fear means that you appreciate and you understand the importance of the step in which you're trying to take. And once you look at fear from that aspect and realize that you're not trying to run away from the success, you know that it's powerful. You know that it's a purpose behind it. What we now have to do is walk you through how to accept that responsibility and accountability and use that healthy fear as fuel to get it to the next level. That's a that's a really wonderful point because it, it shows you how important it is, whether it's uh, important to you and your life or it's important for the to the whole for you to to put this out there. It does challenge the ego to have a calling and to go for it. <laughs> so um, so what are some what's like if you could give your one best tip or your first best tip for those who are struggling with that that fear of taking that next step into what they know they need to do um, to get that, that success, what would be your, what would be something you would tell someone you met them the first day and you know, they're struggling with this. Um, the first thing that I would tell them, and this was something that I have struggled with and sometimes continue to is to seek out help, understand that even though you have the vision, you have the foresight, you still need people to build it. Sometimes what we as women do, we're so nurturing and we always want to make sure everything is perfect. We can't be perfect in this role. We have to admit our imperfections. We have to admit that we don't have it all together so that we so that, you know, we can weave the white people in 
to set the foundation for the success. So reach out, say, I don't know it all. One of the first things. And what that does is that breaks down that ego, breaks down that fear, because then it doesn't, you're not looked upon as, oh, you're weak. And I think that's what we don't want to admit that we need help because it makes us look weak. And that's where the strength is saying that we need help so that we can get the proper people in place to help us take it to the right level. That's right. And in that way, we we create opportunities for others and also know that our calling is bigger than than just us. So that's really that's a really great point. Thank you. So you mentioned that meditation and journaling is a big part of your path to help you get quiet and realize what's next. Can you share your process with that and how that serves you every day? Okay. So what I try to do each morning is I like instrumental jazz. I used to play saxophone, so love instrumental jazz. So I will use either Sirius XM or some whatever. I'll put some great instrumental jazz on. Um, and then what I will do is I will get my Bible. Um, I'll read a few Bible passages and then I just sit in quiet and I pray and I ask God to just lead me through the day. And then what I then go through is I'm dispelling any fears that I have, any heartaches that I feel, anything that I feel that's going to disrupt the flow of the day. I push all of that out. And then I start taking in, you're valuable, you're worthy. You're going to be great today. You're going to impact someone else's life. You are bigger than this. You are serving someone. And I fill myself up with all of that. And then, you know, thank God for allowing me to have another day to do what he's purposed me to do. Um, and with my journaling, I have probably, I can say 10 to 15 different notebooks. I have a notebook for each business or project that I work on. Um, and I do that because then when I think of something, I can just write it down. I think people think of journaling as some structure. Sometimes you just need to brain dump. Sometimes you just get an idea and you just have to write it down on, you know, a piece of paper and things like that and get it out. For some people who like to do it electronically, OneNote is also my secondary. When I'm on the computer and I get an idea, I go straight to OneNote, type it in, put a thing in, maybe put some stuff in and keep going. What that does is that it frees your mind for other things to come in, for other creativity to flow. Because if you keep trying to hold it, you can never flow how you're supposed to flow. So just keep writing it down, push out all the negativity daily and put in the positivity that you need to flow through the day. And if you have to do that two to three times a day, I would do it until you can get into a rhythm. Absolutely. Yeah, that's a great point. And that's something that I teach people who are learning to trust their intuition more. We'll get that one hit. And sometimes we're waiting, right? We're questioning it and saying, well, I don't know, is that the right thing? Because maybe it's this other thing. Da, da, da. And our fears and our thoughts will, thoughts will stall it out. And therefore, you don't get anything else. So I, I've even had, you know, clients when I predominantly did readings, it's like, well, what next? What, I'm like, you're getting the message. You've already gotten it. I've shared what the message is again, and you just got to act on it. And, and yes. I think sometimes it is about writing it down. It's that creative process. Yeah. Um, same thing with creating art. It's like, well, the next part I've got to, I've got to stay in the flow and not stay in this critical mode about every little step and detail or else I'll never get this thing created. Right. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. 
Yeah. So you also mentioned mentioned that you value guidance from spiritual teachers and mentors along the way. So can you share your journey with that to, you know, coming to where you are now, you have the solid practice of, of filling yourself up and really learning to trust yourself. But what was it like when you were, you know, on the way there? Um, it was a, the one of the biggest struggles. Um, I can say my godmother before she passed away was the one that I can say who was really kind of praying in a background for me always, who was always, you know, it was like, she would know something was wrong. would give me a call. And when she, you know, passed away suddenly, I now had to learn how to do that for myself. And that was very, very scary because I, I didn't have to take myself on the list. I didn't have to try to navigate my emotions. There was always someone that helped me with it. And so in the process of going through that, um, God was wonderful and placed this wonderful woman in my life. Her name is um, Dr. Um, Marilyn Porter. And she is just an awesome woman. And she's always obedient to how God leads her. And because of that, he would give her something. And it was like, God is like, I want you to do that. And that is how, you know, my show started being just obedient. So it was like he was working through her to get me to be trusting of the process that he had placed within me. And I'm always forever grateful. Like he saw that need, like that, you know, my godmother's gone. I needed someone who was going to be strong enough to hold me accountable. My godmother loved me, but she was never going to really hold me accountable. She was going to just be in the behind the scenes, but he placed this amazing woman who was going to hold me accountable and be like, but what are you supposed to do? She wasn't going to baby me. And so as my process worked and I'm, you know, doing the meditation, I'm journaling more, I'm getting the, you know, back into the creativity flow and really begin to trust when he's given me something to move forward on. He always gives me what I need. And then he'll be like, okay, stop. It was understanding that he gave me something. It didn't mean take it all the way to the end. It was follow him, you know, his process completely. And so in doing that and being able to trust, I've been able to get people to trust me to follow the process that I'm giving to them to move forward into their healing. So um, it's been a process. And sometimes I still have to call her and be like, am I doing the right thing? And she'd be like, she'll entertain it. And she's like, you know. Okay. So she's like, you know, it's just like, you know, because sometimes we do, that's where that people pleasing comes in. Sometimes like you still want the validation of an external person, you know, it's right, but it's just like, are are we sure? And, Mm -hmm. you know, so we still work on that, but having someone who holds you accountable helps with that process. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I'm, I'm a recovering people pleaser as well. So there is that, that feeling, especially when you, you have a lot of people that are depending on you for that. It's, you have to continually let go, let go, let go. And then you get those lovely surprises when someone calls you after years, you know, and says, oh my gosh, this thing that you helped me with, it's totally, you know, exactly where you said it would be, or it's, you know, I've, I've learned to trust and it's changed my life. And I think um, great spirit like sends us that kind of message when we need it. And and we get that validation from all over the place. And that is something that people pleasers and those struggling with codependency, we can all use this reminder, those out there listening, this is for you, that, you know, that validation will come, but you have to relax and know you can't control where it comes from. And it's not your job to make everything perfect for everybody, because if you try, as you know, Juanita, I know you can't help the people you're meant to serve because no. you're, you're too busy on, you know, the, that one little 
corner of the world. So can you share a little bit about your journey to, to let go of that? You know, I know it's still there. It's still there for all of us. It's once, once a people pleaser, always a people pleaser, we're just recovering. Right. So can you share what it was like before you started to kind of take on your power and, and have your success mindset where it is today? Well, what it had to be, it had to start in counseling. Um, I am a survivor of childhood and um, sexual and physical abuse, as well as domestic violence. So for me, my trauma started very young. And so it was like, if I wasn't able to be a good daughter where my mother would, wouldn't protect me from, you know, these things, or she was the cause of a lot of these things, how could I not be, you know, I must not be good enough for anyone else to do whatever. So I have to make sure that everyone is good and everyone's happy. It doesn't matter what I want, regardless if it hurts me. And so what I had to do was in counseling, the little girl had to be healed. The little girl had to know that she was supposed to be protected. She was covered. She was loved. And it wasn't her job to make someone else protect her or make someone else cover her. And so once the little girl got healed, then I was able to go through the process of healing the woman because now I had to grow up. I had to now mature because the things, you know, critical things that we get, you know, from growing up as a young girl into a teenager, into a young woman, those were void. So he had to grow me up in those stages, you know, I had to deal with it wasn't your fault. You know, it wasn't all of your fault that the marriage fell apart. And I know some people's like, well, it was the DV. Well, yeah, it was, but there comes a point where I knew better. And instead of walking and healing, I chose, I chose to continue in the chaos I knew. Because you know how sometimes we we rather stay with the crazy we know than to go with the crazy we don't know. Mm-hmm. And when you know that, then that becomes your part of that process as well. And so once I was able to get out and, you know, the healing and I'm understanding that, okay, I played a role in that. He gave me the sign to walk away well before that happened. And I chose other. Now that I'm out, now that I understand that I'm worthy, I'm valued. Mm -hmm. I don't have to give everything to everyone. Um, that's when it was like, how do I, how can my life be better? How can I help someone else? How can I walk and show someone that what happened at five doesn't dictate how you live, doesn't have to dictate how you live at 45 or 25, or, you know, 35. And that's when I was, became intentional of really walking in. How can I teach someone and help someone to get past that trauma? because that's where it all begins. You don't heal the trauma, nothing else makes sense. That's that's absolutely right. And thank you for sharing that so candidly because there's a lot of a lot of women out there suffering silently with that kind of, you know, wound mm-hmm. and maybe they're in the middle of therapy and feeling it's too hard to open up and and go through all of that, but you're you're illustrating why it is so important to do that and mm-hmm. to really kind of look at the origins, the family of origin stuff is huge in our sense of safety and our sense of groundedness in the world, our sense of deserving. And if that's not, if that's broken, then yeah, we've got to remother ourselves and kind of make sure that we're connected to our higher spirit as well, as you mentioned, because otherwise not a lot makes sense after you've been through something like that. Nothing, nothing makes sense at all. So, you know, it's really that 
key aspect um, because I wanted to show those who have been hurt or suffered that I look at my success now, like I've had a, I have an event business that's to be 30 years old next year. You know, I have other businesses that success was still garnered through trying to work through the pain. So you can have that success. You can be successful and still work through your healing and be healed and, you know, flourish. So, yeah. And thanks for sharing about that and your journey with your events. And I do see that you wear a lot of other hats as well. So and and that your higher calling is woven within all of those. So you've got your financial companies, you've got your events, your music, your cooking, um, your faith based counseling and coaching. So can you share uh, any any and all things you'd like to share about that? Um, Some of them may be more hobby and maybe, you know, more business. But how do you how do you balance all that and make sure that all of those areas are fed? Because it sounds like it brings you a lot of joy. Let's let's go. Let's start with that. (laughs) Right. So with the event management company, um, when I started that is I started it for my love of events. It was a creative outlet, especially during my healing process. I love to design. I love to plan. I love structure. And that's where that world gave me. And so through you know, the multi years of doing elaborate events, corporate events, it gave me the structure that I craved that I can kind of not control, but make sure things go in places away. So that's where that helped. And so that's a still a really thriving company. I do a lot of virtual events now, have some staff. The accounting firm came on board um, as I've always been an accountant. And the accounting firm came on board because I was seeing a lot of women Um, female entrepreneurs who did not have the financial structure in their business. Um, And it became evident with COVID, Um, you know, unable to take advantage of PPP loans to keep their businesses afloat because they didn't have the proper structure. So that was the, that's the precipice for it, you know, taxes, tax planning, estate planning, you know, helping, you know, understand that. And then I have, you know, I'm an author, so I do have a publishing company because I do self-publish, but um, Restore to Life came about because then I was realizing that many people didn't have those counseling or trauma healing sessions that was necessary. And that was right around the time I really began, started talking about my trauma and begin to take, you know, the stage and really deep dive into that and really share those um, knowledges. And with, you know, with Juanita Gaynor, which, you know, the success mind coach, whatever, that out of, you know, Restore to Life came my series of fear and, um, you know, fear and, you know, self-sabotage and fear of success, because it all kind of correlated into, you know, what was going on. And I saw a, a, a pinnacle in all women entrepreneurs. It may be other entrepreneurs, but I'm a, I'm a lady, so that's who I deal with. And it was always, they had a fear of charging what they were worth and a fear of always wanting to please. And therefore their business was suffering. And that's when I realized that not that the fear of success went deeper than surface level. It was a trauma that they grew up with when it came to money and success. Okay. You're a girl. You're not supposed to have that. You know, I remember I was told as a child, I wanted to be an electrical engineer. And I was told that that was not a girl's position. Mm. My guidance counselor actually told me and was like, you know, whatever, you're a girl, you're not supposed to do that. Um, Go to school to be a teacher. That's what I was told. And so understanding how many young girls go through those conversations 
they don't feel that they deserve to be paid their worth. So they never talk about it. And then if somebody comes back at them, they, oh, okay, well, I'll give it to you for that. Or oh, I won't charge you that much. So I realized it was a deeper calling to help them deal with that trauma. And once that healing took place, we can then lay those building blocks so they can have a successful entity, whether it's a business, you know, nonprofit, even if it was a hobby, they still needed to address that trauma around, you know, money and success. Absolutely. Because, um, you know, I think many um, women entrepreneurs out there who struggle with something like that or have, I know that I've dealt with it also. It's if you are, are constantly giving away, giving away, giving away, and you love what you do, and you're not getting the energetic exchange for all the energy you're putting out and all the lives you're changing. Mm -hmm. Sometimes, you know, you think, well, maybe I don't want to do this anymore. Maybe I don't like this anymore. And really the issue is just that energy exchange. It's, yes. it's, it's like a law of the universe. If it's yep. out of balance, it just doesn't work. Um, and I think another point I, that came up as you were talking is the fear of being greedy or fear of, you know, being on the dark side of, <laughs> you know, having money. And I think it's a good point to make that as we learn to receive what we deserve for what we're putting out in the world, um, it's like it's it's money is neutral. It's what you do with it that that right. makes it good or bad. And so exactly. knowing that you're a good person, you'll probably do a lot of good with that money that comes right. in, right? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I've, I've learned, I've had to unlearn some stuff from church, especially, you know, when people say, you know, the root of all evil, money is the root of all evil. I was like, no, the love of it. That's I was like, right. that is what we have to understand because money makes the world go round. We have to eat, we have to clothe, we have to, you know, buy infrastructure. We have to do those things. But again, if you are ill intent with your acquisition of it, you're going to be ill intent with your distribution of it. That's right. That's right. So. And whatever goes around comes around. I yes. Uh, I'm an active <laughs> believer that I've seen it happen yes, fairly every quickly time. sometimes in my lifetime. Like some, I know I may not see in my lifetime, but I've seen some, some quick karma come around. I'm like, yeah, I don't want to put that bad karma in the atmosphere. That's right. That's right. Well, you mentioned that your greatest success is, is knowing that you're more than enough and you deserve the abundance God has graced you with. And so that feels very solid to you. But as with all my guests, we like to also talk about the challenges that you're facing and being that recovering people pleaser. You mentioned that that's still around. So would you mind sharing about how that's affected you, you know, say in 2023 so far and, and how you have to remind yourself to back up and put those boundaries up so that you can, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah and it's, you know what, and for, for the listeners, it is still hard, even as a recovering one. I think, you know, sometimes we don't talk about the struggle as we're healing. Um, I have family members I have, you know, that still want to reach out to me for things. And I'm just like, no, I cannot help you. Um, or friends who, and I feel guilty about that because I want them to be able to have someone to talk to, but it's just like, I have to say myself, Juanita, you already know that you cannot handle that emotional dump because you have no place to put it after it's dumped on you. So it stays on you and then you can never get rid of it, you know, so you cannot do it. And you'd be like, okay, I know that I can't do it, but I want to. And so what I will do is I will go to my journal or if I don't have my journal, a piece of paper even if it's a recording device and I will just 
speak, whether I'm upset or angry or whatever, just why am I angry about not being able to do this? What, what is making me angry about not being able to do this? And I just get that off of my chest. And then when I look back at it or listen to it again, it was like, wow, okay, that felt good. <laughs> and it wasn't in the request. It was in the, I felt that I was going to allow myself to get duped again. Or, you know, I was feeling guilty for even entertaining the question. And we have to not beat ourselves up because people are going to ask you. You have to be confident in the boundaries that you set. So what those interactions showed me, it was like, I wasn't being confident in the boundaries that I set. Mm -hmm. Anytime I begin to feel guilty or angry that someone asks me something, it means that I'm not for that particular day or some reason, I'm feeling comfortable in the boundaries that I've set. And I have to sit back and assess why. Mm -hmm. what is going on around me? What has changed? What, what's coming down? And normally what has happened, I would say at least in the last 30 days, it means something greater is coming. Like it happened once around me and my um, colleague, we just released on Mother's Day, a devotional um, when a woman prays. And when that was getting prepared, so questions, can you do this for me? Can you do that for me? And I had to sit and realize like, God is about to drop something great. And always when it happens, those distractions happen. And then it makes me feel guilty that I stopped doing what I'm doing because now I feel guilty that I wasn't able to do that. Now understanding that that was really to stop me from doing my purpose to begin with. And so I realize now that when I get angry or upset, that means that I'm working on something that I'm supposed to be, that it's about to launch, it's in motion, and a distraction is trying to happen. So it's trying to make me please someone else to stop doing what I'm doing. That's right. Yeah, that's very good. That's a great way to notice the pattern. And I, you know, I teach that to my clients as well, that know where your weak spot is, know where your Achilles heel is, because we've all got one major way that it shows up. Mm -hmm. um, some people are more triggered by fear of, you know, loss of control or loss of comforts. So they don't leave the comfort zone when intuition says, go do that thing you've never done. And some people just sit in analysis paralysis because their mind just will not move unless there's some proof, right. you know, and then, yeah, you've got that next level of other people and relationships coming in and knowing how that works. And it sounds like for you, you're like, all right, I know that my instinct to fight or flight kind of gets, you know, kind of gets right. triggered if my intuition is being challenged. So, so dealing with it like that. And I love you're talking into the, I'm the MP3 recorder. Cause I'm glad I'm not the only person that uses that as a therapy. I, I recommend it all the time. Even sometimes primal scream, like go, go somewhere in your car. If you've got that anger and you need to get it out, right. it's just an emotion, get it out yeah. and you'll feel calm again. So you can handle what's going on instead right. of blowing up on other people. There's no need to create that. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And a lot of wisdom comes out in those moments too. You end up being your own counselor in a lot of ways. I, <laughs> and it just quickly, I was talking to um, my niece and I was really going into the um, fears, you know, she's fear of, of success. And it's like, I had a semi coaching aspect for her with it. And I had to stop myself to record it because it, it was like, God said, stop. 
start record. And I recorded it. He allowed me to remember exactly where I was because when I get in those flows, when he puts on, I get in those flows, I don't always remember what is said. And just listening back on it, I'm just like, <laughs> where did this come from? Yeah. And it's just so amazing. So I, I will, I keep that MP3 right next to me because sometimes I could just be talking to someone and I'll just be like, wait a minute. And I'll just, just go on to this rant. Mm-hmm. And they're like, not realizing I'll stop it and I'll keep doing what I'm doing and then a month later it's just like that's what I need for this or that's what I need so yeah perfect everybody gets you one that's it that's the gift of wisdom too the spiritual gift of wisdom is to be able to channel that right in the moment when somebody needs it and I think that's a beautiful illustration of it that we many of us if not all of us are gifted with one or more of those gifts and the more we we nurture them and use them the stronger they get which is we get to enjoy the ride and say wow that came out of me that's amazing yes (laughs) well very cool so i pulled a few cards for you speaking of of sharing wisdom if you don't mind me sharing with you in the audience today oh sure don't mind at all awesome Well, I do get that your manifestation mindset is going through an upgrade right now. So your ability to to work with spirit, work with God and and kind of, you know, not manifest, but maybe even just receive the abundance that's coming to you. You're you're literally shedding your skin of an old part of yourself at this Mm -hmm. point in your life. And you're coming out of a time of really dealing with the family of origin stuff and seeing how you're a wounded healer because of what you went through and and really acknowledging that. Um, I'm not sure if your books have anything in in there about your origin story, but that is extremely powerful what you shared on the show today. So if you haven't, you know, put that in writing, I feel like that would be a great way to to kind of honor that time in your life of all the hard work you did, because now you're moving into um, a little bit more focus, uh, focus in how, who you want to serve, how you want to help and maybe growing one area over another in, in your work. Um, it's just a lot of changes are occurring at this time. So that's why sometimes you might feel the, that tap at your shoulder, like not yet, not yet. Yes. <laughs> You've got to wait till the, the dust settles and then you'll understand. And to me, it feels like after the summertime, when fall hits and the weather cools, um, you're going to feel much clearer about what direction you want to really like hone in on. Um, and your hidden influences right now are the giveaway card, which is the people pleaser card of the deck. Um, you know, I'll show it to you. It's my, I call it my spiritual codependent card. Uh, and basically, uh, it's the messages. You can't receive what you need if you're giving away all the time. It's like that polarity has to be switched. Any obstacles that you currently face, um, Think of like how a hummingbird would get around them instead of facing them and like, oh, that's making me mad. I got to fight. Um, if you, especially if you are like, I know the people that are going to challenge me. And so I'm just going to expect them to stay the same. And every time they come at me, I'll just whoop, whoop, whoop. Like I'll have almost even a pre plan. Ask your intuition or when you journal, ask, ask your, your higher power, like, what, what do I need to do? Like, what's my go to every time they come at me with the drama? because it's just they're in their ego they're not where you are and they're not going to even take it personally it's just a fight won't be created or or that negative energy won't be created so they'll just move it and go somewhere else with it right right (laughs) so how does this resonate with you so far oh my goodness um my book beyond broken beyond healed moving past the pain into your healing which it talks about 
that trauma and leading up to a certain period. And I'm finishing that up and that's supposed to, I'm supposed to release that at the end of this month. So that is just really crazy. <laughs> so I just so, get, I just get, give what I, I get. So. I understand. So, and for me, it's a confirmation that uh, you need to do what you're supposed to be doing. Yes. And finish that up. Yes, so, it's going to yes. be a big, big part of who you serve and and how you serve is is to show share that vulnerability and really help women specifically that have been through that to realize their worth and realize that you know they can do that healing work and then take on a whole new life, you know, live their dream life, um, just like you're doing, right? So, yes. <laughs> so your biggest obstacles is just to acknowledge, yeah, keep looking forward, don't look back, um, watch your habits, any like procrastination or bad habits that keep you stuck, or mindset stuff. And just know the journey is a long one The the one that you're on is building, building over years, it's not okay. an overnight success kind of thing. But okay. it's the kind that when you look at the end of your career or the end of your life, you look back and you're like, that was, that was a ride. I enjoyed that because it wasn't like a, you know, quick thing. Awesome. Um, and it's definitely the spiritual calling that creates that need for perspective. So as, as you speak your truth, don't worry about what people think of you. That's going to be a fear that you may have to face. Just keep speaking it, even though people don't, some people don't understand it. So many more people will be healed by it. And the more you are in your spiritual nature, um, listening to God's guidance for you and changing the story as you are told to change that story, um, your visions for your life are going to really start to, to explode. If anything, watch the fear, watch the, the egoic stuff, you know, like that, you know, again, like feeling negative or getting stuck in the dramas, that's going to be your, your kind of Achilles heel. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> And yeah. just stay in that beautiful space that you've shared with us today. Awesome. <laughs> and that resonates with me because I can I can get a little eggy. A little sometimes. spicy. <laughs> I can get a little spicy sometimes. <laughs> it's a thing. It's all right. It's our human side. And there's nothing wrong with it. It's just like, okay, if we want to live in that peace and we want to have that sort of spiritual um, spiritual success, I guess. Yes, yes, I did my calling. I did what I was told. It's like, all right, I've got to tame the little crazy ego that's always getting in the way. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm so glad to be helpful with the reading and I look forward to hearing about your book. That sounds amazing. I love this title and everything. So good, good luck with that. And uh, where can people learn more about you if they'd like to connect with you online? Um, they can um, go to my wife's website. It's um, www.juanitajuanitaegaynor.com. Um, you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Snapchat with the same at Juanita E. Gaynor. Um, so, or you can search me. You can just put in Juanita E. Gaynor in Google and you will find me. Um, so I am doing some updates on the website. I have some, you know, offers that will um, be available um, soon. So um, we're, I'm working on some things. We're working on a guided meditation for um, that's going to be upcoming in the next couple of weeks. It's a great 10 minute guided um, meditation that we're working on and a couple of other video series. So um, once that time comes, I will, you know, provide you with a nice um, link for your listeners and your mailing list, um, as well as just some, you know, discount on offers for them as well um, as things, you know, move forward with it. So awesome. Awesome. Thanks for sharing that. And guys go check it out.
Um, and again, Juanita, thanks for being here and sharing your light. We've really appreciated it. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. And thanks everyone for listening. We'll catch you next time. Hey there, I hope you enjoyed today's show. If you'd like to hear more from our wise and wonderful guests, make sure you subscribe for daily interview content. And here's three ways I can help empower your wisdom for free. Number one, grab your copy of my Empower Your Life workbook. It will help you honor your inner voice, make way for new visions, and live with intention. Go to empoweredwisdomshow.com forward slash workbook to get your copy today. Two, if you're a woman with a well-established business or career and your intuition is nudging you to go in a more spiritual direction, we want to interview you on this show. Head to empoweredwisdomshow.com. Three, listen and subscribe to our sister podcast, The Empowered Wisdom Hour, for free teachings, guided meditation, and channeled wisdom to help you thrive. You can listen on Apple, Spotify, and most major podcast platforms. At Empowered Wisdom Coaching, we help intuitive, spiritual, and high-achieving women who feel disempowered by self-doubt and relationship patterns realize their power and go for what they want without holding back. If you're ready to release doubt, fear, and disempowering relationships so you can follow your calling and your bliss the intuitive way, book a call to see how I can help. Go to mollymccartney.com forward slash chat.